Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. So we follow the subject quite a lot because it's it's just always very interesting to me to see how the uh, what what happens in terms of branding when brands go on a certain take a certain direction and and how that impo- impacts them and then we've got the situation of boycotts we remember with Nike there was going to be a boycott it impacted them for a short while and then came back to came back to normal but it it's it's fascinating to see if this type of thing and we're seeing it with uh, Budweiser now how much impact these so-called boycotts actually have. Johannes Akepe is a senior brand strategist at MNC Sachel Sachi Abel. A very, very good morning. Thank you for joining us. How are you? Uh, I'm great. Thank you for having me. And um, yeah, I think this is a very interesting topic. I think. Um, and especially at the moment, isn't it? Because because we live in this so-called cancel culture. Whether that's true or not, I'm uh, I'm not certain. But but either way, mm. we we feel quite uh, strongly about our political uh, opinions. A lot of this is political, and and we're offended often when a brand doesn't align with our own beliefs. But yet, many brands are saying, "Well, that doesn't really matter. This is what we're going to be doing." Tell mm. us, give us your understanding of how this is currently playing out. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I think it's it's quite beneficial to actually start from the beginning and look at what is what is the underlying thing that they're doing here. And I think a lot of these brands are obviously activating what we call a brand purpose. You know, typically. And I think it's good to look at the definition. I looked at it this morning again as a refresher. I think what's really interesting about a brand purpose is that it's a brand defined that's existing to serve society rather than your, you know, typical profit-driven business model. And that's quite important because I don't think a lot of brands today actually realize what they're getting themselves into authentically. What does it you know, mean? Back in Sorry. What, what does that mean that they don't realize what they they're I, getting into? So what we're seeing, you know, a lot of the time is that, you know, brands are trying to, I guess, you know, jump on um, specific trends or or speak to consumers to try and be relevant by tapping mm. into, you know, pride, etc. But at the end of the day, it it doesn't feel authentic because they're not necessarily doing um, anything else authentically within this space. So it kind of feels like a bit of, I guess, um, social justice greenwashing in a lot of ways. And mm. I think consumers are very much picking up on that. And that obviously then leads to inauthentic engagement. And then the people who are on your side are not really. And the people who aren't are definitely not. So it kind of puts them in muddy waters overall. Mm. So, so, so if a brand is true to who they are, and, and in fact, uh, I often speak about Nando's, they can get away with all sorts of cheeky things because their, their brand, their style, their, their personality is tied up to this quirky, um, edgy, out there, um, image or, or, or brand. Whereas somebody else really trying to do the same thing and say the same thing is going to be ridiculed for it not being authentic. Isn't it simply about authenticity of brand? Absolutely. I think it's about looking at your brand DNA. I think it's about looking at who, 
why did you start the business and, and what are you ultimately trying to achieve um, versus, I guess, attaching yourself to a fleeting trend? You know, and, uh, if you look at a brand, a brilliant brand like Nanda's, a brand that we're lucky enough to have in our staple, and, you know, they've been doing it for years and years and years. I can't even, I, I, I personally can't remember any ad from Nanda's that have been very serious in nature. It's always been funny. They've always been the voice of the people. Um, and you know, there's a very close correlation to their spicy products and their spicy ads. Yes, yes. So it's, it's quite a, it's quite a simple leap. Um, you know, but for other brands, I think it's, it's a bit harder. You know, I, I think about, um, the contentious Gillette ad as well a couple of years ago. Yes, yes. When they changed, I think their line, and I may get this slightly wrong, but it was something along the lines of from the, um, the best a man can get. I think they flipped that to a best a man can be. And a lot of people looked at that and they questioned it because they were like, you know, you, you, you obviously just sell premium razors and you are just a razor company. And sometimes brands either realize that it's okay just to be a razor company. You don't have to have this massive purpose, this deep purpose that every commodity brand should have that. And actually I'd probably argue that um, in a world where every cookie brand and shoelace brand has now seemingly a deeper meaningful purpose, whether purpose is even as of a meaningful tool as it used to be. You know, it used to be reserved for your apples or your Nikes or your Patagonians. Yeah, because sometimes we just want to buy razors and we actually, you know, because doesn't it exactly. become a bit annoying that, that every consumer purchase now is expecting us or every brand, not every brand, I'm, I'm exaggerating greatly, but many a brand is now expecting us to align with their political views. I don't care. What their political view is? Why should I care? What I want to know is if, is if they if if they are providing a good product at the right price, and I'm happy to buy it. I don't need my deodorant to <laughs> uh, to give me their view on on uh, illegal aliens. <laughs> Absolutely, and I think that's sometimes the thing um, we as marketers tend to forget is that sometimes the role of a brand is just to entertain. Or to, I guess, play a simple role. We don't have to play. Not every brand is cut out to be a Patagonia yeah. or a Nike. Right, right. And, and and isn't that what happened with uh, with uh, the uh, with Bud Light or Budweiser? That that mm. it became it became that, and it didn't feel authentic, and it didn't feel like it connected to the fans of the brand. Absolutely, I think again, I don't think. Um, a purpose should always be linked to something your business, your brand, or your brand DNA truly believes in. Not necessarily, you know, a fleeting, a, a fleeting kind of means to get relevant in the market. And it does feel like whenever someone puts up a pride uh, flag but doesn't necessarily do anything behind that, it does tend to potentially irk some people. And I'd also argue that, you know, in this age of hypersensitivity, you know, many brands may think that this is the view of everyone, every, that everyone, every brand, I guess, should be some kind of um, social justice warrior. And I think, unfortunately, this isn't necessarily everyone's point of view. And in fact, across the world, we're seeing a, quite a big rise in anti-workism, which is, you know, again, leading to those massive boycotts. Again, also, you know, boycott and anger and emotion generally is quite a, quite a thorny thing. Mm, you never know yeah. how long the gaze is going to be on you. 
Well, um, but I said, yeah. Well, I think a prime example is somebody that takes a knee. Somebody that takes a knee because they feel very strongly about a point that they want to make is one thing. But now, when the whole team is forced to take a knee, otherwise there's a perception that they don't align with a certain outlook. Well, then it, it loses its meaningless any its meaning anyway. It becomes totally. Totally, exactly. um, you know, it's it's uh, it's just uh, about optics. It's, uh, it's it's acting. Absolutely, I keep on saying that purpose has gotten to a point where it's been commodified, which is quite an oxymoron if mm. you think about it. It's purpose is the opposite of being. It should never be commodified. Purpose is something that is so meaningful that a person can't help to do it at the loss of profit. You know, it's something for society, not for for gain. So, so are we going to see, are we going to see, I mean, you, you talk about anti-wokeism, but are we going to see from a brand perspective a flip back or a move back um, in another direction where brands are just about their brand? I think um, it, it's not an either or. I think it's probably an and. You know, mm. you, you, you won't. I think currently what's happening is the people who aren't really serious are getting weeded up. Um, you know, I'm sure people at the Bud, Bud Light or Budweiser office or all the shareholders are getting cold feet and are probably going to draw back a bit because they probably don't authentically believe in purpose like a Patagonia would. Hmm. Um, but I think it will also harden the, the ones that are really in it for purpose. So I think overall it will be a good outcome for the market because I personally don't want to see people talk about purpose if they don't actually mean it. Absolutely. And we know it somehow. Somehow, yeah. as a, yeah. as a consumer, we know exactly what the identity of a brand is, even if we haven't thought about it. So even if I haven't given two uh, seconds thought to the political sta- stance of Gillette, I'll mm. know if something is, is not authentic and uh, mm. is contrary to who they are suddenly claiming that they are, which is quite interesting that. Absolutely. Absolutely yeah. fascinating. We do, unfortunately, uh, Johannes, we do need to leave it there. A really, really interesting conversation. Johannes Akepe is a senior brand strategist at MNSM and C. Sachi Abel talking to us about brands, about boycotts and brand identity.